so we're recording this episode by a fireside. Mm, it's very nice and warm. How do you feel, Carmen? Yeah. <laughs> this is not a Zoom conversation. I didn't I didn't add anything in posts. We're by a nice cozy fire. Definitely. Sharing, sharing scary stories. Deaths. That's what's happening. Yeah, absolutely. Ooh, I'm going to get burned. Uh-huh. The fireplace is getting too high. All right, oh, let's put some let's take a log off. And uh oh, there we go. Much better. <laughs> Now let's begin. Are we ready, Spaghetti? Oh, we're ready, Spaghetti. Like, Merry Christmas, Carmen. Merry fucking shitty Christmas. Honestly, I have no problem with this 2020 Christmas. I'm going to have a gay old time. (laughs) I don't need large gatherings of people I don't like. Oh, that's true. Work parties, Carmen? Work parties. Hmm. So welcome to I'd Kill a Spider for you. My name is Catherine. And I'm Carmen. And this is our bi-weekly podcast where we talk about all sorts of things. We talk about uh, politics. We talk about guillotining people. We also talk about lighthearted things like the Lord of the Rings. Pop culture of any kind, really. 90 Day Fiance. And today we are going to be doing our annual Christmas episode. So we're going to be talking about Christmas horror stories and Christmas horror movies today. Yep. I mean... I think for us, we are kind of like semi-gothy witchy, so it's, yes. you know, on brand. It is very much on brand, although, funnily enough, neither of us are very much horror people. No, no, no. No, no. I've actually become more of a horror person in the last, like, couple years than you probably will ever be. Ever. Carmen, like, tried to watch, I can't even remember, it was, like, Coraline alone, and she was like, can't do it. Like, she... <laughs> <laughs> I have, I have things that I you know i have a hard time with like i i don't want to watch them they freak me out yeah that's fair that's fair baby like i i watched um i had a day with a friend where i watched hereditary and the witch on the same day why and then i mean it seems like a good idea at the time and i didn't like have any nightmares per se but i did have stress dreams and i'd wake up and i'd be like tony collette's on my ceiling um Uh. (laughs) so that did happen so so we don't necessarily react the best to horror, but I think Christmas horror is, like, special. Yeah, that's true. I mean, like, I don't remember there being Christmas horror until, like, maybe the last, like, 10 years mm-hmm. when, like, movies started coming out that were, like, Christmas horror movies and stuff, I thought, at least. Or, like, they've really had, like, an uptick in, like, I don't know, movie release time. There's always, like, one horror movie at Christmas now. Yeah, when I was looking into it, there is some Christmas horror or things that, like, are considered Christmas horror. Like, Mm -hmm. from the 40s, there was this movie with, like, a ventriloquist doll that, like, kills people. You've already, that's already enough. (laughs) 1945, and it takes place at Christmas. So, like, people have been associating Christmas with horror for a long time. And also, you know, well before that, of course, because I think it makes all the sense in the world it is the coldest darkest fucking dreariest part of the year the yeah. sun sets at 2 p.m like get the fuck out of here <laughs> i know i know Ugh. it's so anyway it, it does make sense it makes sense but also you know like for some people the thought of having to spend a whole day together with family is a horror story in and of itself so. I mean, you could honestly, that's probably, I, I bet you there's some horror movie that I didn't find that's just like a family at Christmas and <laughs> with, <laughs> with barely any horror conventions at all, but it's considered a Christmas horror. Exactly. Actually, so. that might be Krampus. Anyway, well, let's get into it. Why? Well, actually, Carmen, did you do any research on Krampus? Do you want to start with some yeah. old fashioned Christmas horror? 
Uh, yeah, so I have a few. So I didn't just do the Krampus. I actually found an article that went down a list of like Christmas horror around the world. Yes. So I, I will start with Krampus, obviously, just because that's the one that's like most well known. But basically like the Krampus is the half goat, half demon, son of the Norse god Hel. Is Hel Hela? Mm. I think so. Yeah, so that was like the origins. So half goat, half demon. And carries chains and bells, so you know it's he's a he's a coming. And carries sticks to beat children with. Mm. Um, and and then technically, according to legend, he doesn't like eat them. He beats them into submission and then drags them into the underworld. Oh, where I'm, where I'm assuming he eats them. I mean, I guess he eats them there. He wants to cook them. He's not going to eat raw Human. raw children. Gross. Yeah. At Christmas time, absolutely. He's going to roast them over his own personal Yule log. Yeah. You know what joke I was going to make, but I I didn't have the time when you were talking. I, when you uh-huh. said, hey, say it again. Say that he has has bells. Uh, he carries chains and bells. Huh, talk about sleigh bells. Oh, Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Catherine. No. <laughs> no. Uh, anyway, I I'm just like a little bit shocked. I guess, yeah, you're right. I shouldn't be shocked, you know, at these Christmas horror stories or whatever. But I grew up, I mean, I grew up Mexican. I mean, you still are currently Mexican. I still am. But, like, I grew up with, like, a very Mexican household. So, like, I feel like Christmas horror stories aren't really a thing. Yeah, a lot of, that is true. Because I feel like a lot of places will just be like, let's just focus on the good part of, like, the holiday season. Just let's pretend that this is a wonderful warm time to be with people. Because literally, you had to be. Like, where's anyone going to go out of the house? No, it's snowing outside. But yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. Do you want me to talk with you about my, my expansive list of, of horror? Oh, please do. Because, so by the way, listeners, uh, Carmen messaged me last night like, this is torture that you've done this to me, that I have to be <laughs> going through all these Christmas horror things. Yeah, and it's also like, as I'm reading it and I'm thinking about the parents, because like I think the moral of some of most of the stories that I'm going to tell you um, in terms of Christmas lore are in relation to like bad kids, right? Like if you're a bad kid, yes, you'll be eaten or killed or whatever. And um, it's just really interesting because I was like, if a parent is going around telling the kids these stories, like forget Elf on a Shelf. Oh my God, sorry. That in itself is disturbing enough. Like you're preparing your child for a a lifelong okayness. With surveillance? With surveillance. I hate Elf on a Shelf, honestly. You know what? Let's end the episode. We have found the (laughs) scariest thing we possibly could. Elf on a Shelf is so horrific. If my mother never did that to me, thank God. But Mm -hmm. like, I I really can't stand to see them. But yeah, like my mom was never one to be like, oh, Santa Claus isn't going to get you anything. Like that was never. But anyway, and in reading these stories, I'm like, so y'all have just traumatized your children. Yes. With this shit. It's like abuse. At some point, it has to count as abuse because I'm just like, sorry, you told your children this and they're supposed to grow up to be like good, healthy people, healthy humans. I don't think so. So yeah, so I found a few. So Iceland has this thing called the Yule Cat. Oh. So basically you have to do this thing. So there's apparently this tradition from back in the day in Iceland where you would get clothes. And like, you know how like Moses and the curse of like, if you don't put lamb's blood on your door... Yeah. You're going to take your firstborn child. Well, if you don't get Christmas clothing, then the cat knows that it can eat you. Oh, what? where is this? Norway? Iceland. Iceland. Okay, what the fuck? No, wait, so, what? But it was this thing where, like, if kids were bad, <laughs> they were told they wouldn't get clothes. Okay, yeah, so that would be t- that would be bad, you know. Christmas time, no clothes. You're going to die you're of cold. Die. 
but like then but the also Christmas like cat kids. can eat you. Yeah. What does a Christmas cat look like? Is it like a like a regular size cat? Just a giant cat. Oh, I so guess that... they were afraid of cats. Uh, yeah, but then it's also just like, what if you're poor and you can't afford to get your kids anything and Listen, they grow up? Carmen, we are talking about a Christmas legend and you're bringing like economics and politics <laughs> into it. Listen, this is classist because. <laughs> it is anyway that's just one story this is a story you'll like it's actually quite wholesome it's one of the only wholesome ones i found but also a little creepy so in in uh, eastern europe they have christmas spiders Ew, no no you'll love that one um so There's basically no, what, why what, why there are no spiders that's the best part about winter is that the spiders go well, away apparently the legend is that there was this widow who tended to this beautiful tree you know hoping to be able to like decorate it for christmas for her with her kids because they had no money because she was a widow and back in the day if you don't have a husband you ain't got no money and so christmas came around and essentially she couldn't decorate the tree because she didn't have any money to decorate it and so she cried and she cried and the spiders heard her cries and then uh covered the tree in spider webs ew which in the light of the sunshine the next day turned into silver and gold spider webs, which then meant that they ended up being filthy rich. Oh, so the spiders are the, are the friends in this story. Yes, oh, that's that was okay. the only wholesome one. And apparently that's why a lot of times in Eastern Europe, um, people will put one spider web, like fake spider web on there. That's nice. That's actually so quite like, nice. Wholesome. wholesome, but also I was like, where do you guys come up with this shit? Yeah, the Christmas also, spider will get you. spiders are out in winter? Yeah. In Eastern Europe, it's not like you're in the Caribbean. You're yeah. in Eastern Europe where, like, Hitler and Napoleon couldn't get their <laughs> shit together. <laughs> like, you uh. know, the fighters fine? Anyway, very strange. So in Norway, they hide their brooms Christmas Eve because mm-hmm. Christmas, and I know that this isn't Christmas. This is 100% pagan solstice. Anything shit. with a fucking broom is pagan. Like, I, I'm telling 100%. you right now. 100%. So essentially, their thought is that, you know how, like, for us, it's, like, the story about, like, how Halloween, the veil between, like, this world and the afterlife or, like, the other world is thinner? Yeah. That's, like, the idea. Well, that's the idea for them for Christmas. Oh. So it's easier for demons and witches to get out essentially and like do bad things and so they hide their broom so that witches can't get up to nefarious activities that is i honestly made one of those like oh faces like "Mm, (laughs) interesting that makes sense that makes sense that's like you know it's funny i was about to say like yeah yeah i know that there are like demon things through the veil at christmas but it's exclusively because i was thinking of that episode of the chilling adventures of sabrina (laughs) (laughs) that's actually really funny um and this is one not from my family in spain but their next door neighbors in uh the um old kingdom of catalonia also known as the Catalan Territory. And I think we talked about this in our last Christmas episode with Caitlin, but I'm not 100% sure. It's called the Cagatio, mm-hmm. which is a defecating log. No. No, we haven't talked about this? No, so we, I think we have, but I don't like it. I don't like it at all. What are you talking <laughs> about? Okay, get it. I, forgot, I honestly pushed it out of my brain. Well, go ahead. So basically you have a log and you put a face on it, kind of like Thomas the Tank Engine, like that's yep. what it looks like. And then you stick it on your table and then your family has to feed it. So the kids will like try and like force feed this piece of wood candy and shit and then like a pinata but not a pinata because it's the rock solid wood yes at christmas time you beat the shit out of it (laughs) 
this thing you've anthropomorphized as a man log, and then it's supposed to shit out candy for mm, kids. I don't yeah. know how high people were when they came. Oh up yeah, with someone was eating like some weird forest mushrooms, and then they were like, <laughs> "The log is shitting candy." You're like, "Okay, well, I guess <laughs> we're gonna make this a tradition now." Like, what else can we do? Ridiculous. Um, so I read that, and I was like, "How do you? How? How? How?" How does one come up with such things? Yes, that's my... First of all, shit should never be on a table. Shit should never be involved in any holiday traditions. No. Shit should be exclusively for when you're, like, cursing someone. Yeah. You know? That's it. That's the only way I... If I hear a tradition about shit, it should be. And then I use the shit to to dishonor someone's ancestors. I'm like, got it. (laughs) Sure, no problem. But otherwise, get the fuck out of here. No. Exactly. It's shitting candy. And also, the fact that you're beating the shit out of the lawn. <laughs> oh, like, one. I guess it's the same thing with pinatas, but like, but why? No, but you're beating the shit out of it, but there's nothing in there. Oh my god. Because like, nothing's gonna go into the log. It's just oh, the so, log. so the. Uh, okay. So then where does the candy come from? Well, that's my question, Catherine. I I'm sure. Maybe it's hollow. Maybe it is hollow. I hope so. I that makes sense. If you put like but a hollow the, log with a Thomas the Tank Engine face on it and you stuck candy through the Thomas mouth. Yeah, but the fact then... that you're beating it and it's shitting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like that's what it's supposed That's like the action that it's doing. Uh, yeah. So uh-huh. much so that you called it the shitting log. Yeah, yes. Uh-huh. Bizarre. Bizarre. So on Sabrina, like, <laughs> they lit the Yule log so the demons wouldn't come down the chimney. Oh, that's good. I mm. like that. In Japan, they have the San- Santa Korushu. Has, so Santa has eyes in the back of his head. No, thank you. What is he, Voldemort? <laughs> yeah. Um, so that he can see when children are being naughty. I mean, he sees you when you're sleeping. And I know. I guess he needs extra eyes for that. Imagine Santa Claus, like, was reimagined as, like, you know, like, angels in the Bible? How they're oh. like, I have a thousand eyes and a thousand teeth and the head of a lion and the butt of a snake. And that's Santa Claus. That's essentially it. Um, and, as, and apparently, like, Santa Claus, because in Japan, red is considered, like, the color of death and grieving. Yeah. He can't be in red. Oh, what does he wear? He's, like, in white. Yeah, no, like, that's, that's, that's extra Santa- upsetting. That's why Santa Korushu, I think, is, like, that's why he's creepy. Because he, I think he is in red and has eyes in the back of his head. Just to be like, I'm watching you. I don't like that. I'm Very really upsetting. So, in Wales, they have this thing called the Mari Luid. I don't know. I don't know how to... I doubt you're pronouncing that right. No, that's I'm very, very incorrect. And so, basically, it's a horse skeleton head that somebody sticks on a spike and then the person who has it on the spike so one person is picked in the town and this is apparently christmas related and i'm listening to this and i'm like no this is 100 percent pagan there's nothing christmasy about this and so the person who is appointed to like have the horse head spike thing has to wear a a a robe from head to toe of ribbons Mm-hmm. to cover himself and then he runs around with the horse around the town and everybody has to come out and sing to the horse so um i wasn't even i honestly think i disassociated while you're saying that what the <laughs> hell so like, i mean you know i sometimes think about white folks and yes. how they talk about how they don't have tradition and they talk about how they don't have culture and i think to myself no you do you do it's, it's wild it's it's, <laughs> it's fucking wild it's so fucking wild can, go look at it because oh. I'm looking at it and I'm like there's no need for you to like appropriate my shit look it's at crazy this I mean what think about um what's his name it's Farta Pete oh I didn't, I didn't even use him as an honestly like, he don't. I think he counts as as Christmas horror at least for black people for those who don't know it's like what is it like Dutch or whatever yeah 
Norway, somewhere around that area, they have Svartapiet or Black Peter, who is Santa's slave, um, you know, who helps with Christmas stuff. Imagine we kept that as like a Christmas tradition around the world. Like instead of elves, he just had slaves. Do you know how awkward that would be? Anyway. <laughs> and so, yeah, and they just walk around like this. They just walk around in blackface. So white people just walk around in blackface in a parade and they're like, and the Horrific. amount of people I've heard people go like, no, this is a tradition. He's only black because he's covered in ash. And you're no, like, like uh, get the fuck out of so here. So can you explain the oversized red lip? And the afro? <laughs> he always has an afro. He always has oversized red lips. I swear he always has the minstrel glove and they always give him the yeah. ass the size of Brazil. And you're like, yeah. so just the soot then. No, it's just the soot though. It's just the soot. Um, so we talked about Krampus. So anyway, like most of these are Europe, Iceland, Eastern Europe. The defecating log is Spain. There's only one from Japan. This one's Wales. Krampus is Germany and Austria. And then there's uh, Frau Prachata, which is uh, a white-robed woman. So I think this is um, also Eastern Europe, but a white-robed woman, either that or she's a hag. Um, and she gives good kids, um, like, gifts. Mm-hmm. and like food um but if you're a bad kid she slits their belly Ooh. open and then um replaces takes out their organs and replaces their organs with straws a straw and stone so, i'm gonna have us to say no to that one <laughs> um, this is what you're teaching your kids Straw so and that's so, like honestly that's so upsetting to me. Like okay, so there's a cartoon called Over the Garden Wall where they have this part where this witch gets them and then she says, "I was going to fill your heads with wool." And I was like, honestly, I really hate that. I hate the yeah. idea that she'd be filling their heads with wool. I hate when witches fill people's bodies with bullshit. Like get out of here, it's scary. That's what happens in Midsummer. Have you seen Midsummer, Carmen? No, I refuse to see Midsummer. In Midsummer, they fill people's bodies with like straw and stones. So you know. But why? Uh, to sacrifice and burn them and stuff. That's so strange. That's so anyway. It's and, a um, Midsummer is a long explanation. <laughs> we no, have well, to do an episode on it. But Midsummer is also relates back to like a cult that's doing like Eastern European pagan bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there, you know, it all it all well, comes back together. Works. Full circle. Full fucking circle. In Germany, they have a Pelsnischel? Pelsnischel? Whatever. So it's a man who's covered in pelts, uh, uh, carrying sweets and a switch. So as you can imagine, if you're a bad kid... You get the switch. switch. But if you're a good kid, you get sweets. That's funny. That's like um, trick or treat. Yeah. (laughs) Sweets or switch? (laughs) I know. And it's just like, he'll just come and beat you. So you don't have to beat your own kids. Somebody will traumatize them for you and he'll be Honestly, covered in animal fur. We should like fully vodka. outsource beating. Just like have someone else do it. <laughs> oh, this is one of my favorites. So in Alsace, which I know is Alsace, but I guess it's called Alsace in French, is um, they have this tradition. And so it was an, a man who was exiled from his town, started to have a bit of a grudge and stuffed his clothing, clothing with straw. Yes. And tried to... I disguised himself as a scarecrow. And then he did this so that children would come near him and then he would kill them and eat them. So, you know, I don't know how that has anything to do with Christmas. I just... Well, well, I, well no, it gets better. It gets better. So at some point, Christmas Eve or something, he was struck by lightning. And then he became the constant companion of St. Nick, where he tells the kids 
because the kids are terrified of him. So basically, he was a serial killer who... <clears throat> who Santa um, was like, I already have a slave. I'm fine with serial killer friends. Let's go. Yeah. So he became... So he got struck by lightning, died. Uh, the ghost of himself became Santa's slave um, or Santa's serial killer ghost friend uh, who goes around scaring the shit out of children, telling them to, to, to change their life trajectory so that they can be good kids. So it's like, you know, in Beyond Scared Straight, there's those inmates that are like telling oh kids, like, I murdered 20 people, do better. That's him, but in ghost form. And he didn't just kill 20 people. He also ate children. So that is 100% outsourcing your beating. He's like, listen, I got tired of bringing the switch. I will just get a serial killer, MVD, and then that's it. So I think the moral of these stories are that white people be wild. Um, yes. Oh, absolutely. White people be wild. Because nowhere there, like, nowhere there, nowhere was there anything about, like, and the Aztecs did this. and the Well, no. they didn't have Christmas. <laughs> well, no, but, like, I think every ancient culture, tradition, whatever. Has some sort of, like... December shit. Yeah, that's true. Oh my God. Speaking of solstice, Carmen, 2020 has been a year and (laughs) everything that happens is always like some weird omen. Did you know that this um, solstice, Mm -hmm. there's going to be what they call like a Christmas star because Jupiter and Saturn are going to converge and create like one big bright light. What? Yeah, not like a like a beam of light, but like like it's going to look like a big star. But it's crazy. Yeah. So if you follow, so by the way, uh, listeners, if you see the Christmas star on the solstice and you follow it, you'll find Jesus. He will be oh in God, a manger. Is it, the, is it the star that the wise men followed? This is the question I have. So was the star the wise men followed just like a Christmas star? Was it just like two planets next to each other making a big bright light? Go to it. I'm just telling everyone right now, follow it. You're going to find Jesus. He will be there. <laughs> Bring some gold or some myrrh or some frankincense or something and... The King of Kings is coming. I'm just, I'm fully joking, but like, <laughs> imagine I turned out really religious for no reason. It's like, oh. Be like, Catherine, what happened? <laughs> what happened? I was converted. Uh, I found Jesus. Oh, God. Well, John would be happy. Anyway, I just want to say, reading these, like, especially the serial killer one, I was like, I don't like that children? one. You tell this to your children that a woman is going to come and fill your body with straw and stones, or that, like, someone's gonna drag you into the underworld if you don't behave seems a little extreme it really yeah it is really horrifying i think it's kind of like um well kind of just the same as hansel and gretel oh i mean the original hansel and gretel it's the brothers Grimm stories are really bananas yeah and and they're just collections of stories of the time that everyone was like don't do shit or i'm gonna fucking kill you like like but it was just it was it was parents outsourcing um, their punishments because they were like, "Not nah, I won't kill you, but just, straw lady will." Yeah, but that's so traumatizing. Like that's why I think like my mom. I don't actually remember my mother ever telling me if you don't behave, Santa Claus isn't coming. Yeah. Like that was never something she enforced on me. But it, I mean, it was something that was just talked about in general, right? Like all the songs and all the everything like he does he brings he you coal sees if you're... when you're sleeping yes exactly he knows when you're home. another surveillance thing yeah carmen i mean really <laughs> fucking yeah. ridiculous he the fact that like this is why a Catherine, i've been thinking about this recently this yeah. is even more of a reason why i don't want kids because imagine like christmas tradition you can't really escape it you can't really whatever and like it's really great and awesome but at the end of the day like it's still traumatizing children into thinking that like you're always being watched so behave yeah listen I don't want kids it's too complicated you're gonna traumatize them whether you like it or not i'm just like nah 
That's too much. That's you don't have much. to have kids believe in Santa Claus. I didn't believe in Santa Claus. I don't remember ever well, thinking yeah, he was but okay. It's, that's true, but it's still one of those things where it's like, what the fuck? Like, I just, anyway, it's just like in around and it just bothers me. And like, anyway, it's just a lot. And I, I was reading these things and it just made me laugh because like, um, like my mom was never one to tell me these things, but like my grandma used to, um, you know, my grandma would like in Latin American culture, like the boogeyman is either el coco or el cucuy. Like it's, excuse me. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Catherine. I, I forgot. But yes. <laughs> His name uh, is not very threatening. Oh. Um, <laughs> well, it's supposed to be, which is weird because a, a coco, like the, the, with the like pronunciation that I have is like a coconut. So anyways, so the coconut. The coconut man? Yeah. <laughs> Beware of the coconut man. But uh, like that was like the boogeyman. And my grandma always used to tell me that the boogeyman was coming for me. And I was always so fucking, I was like, why would you tell me this? When they told me about La Llorona, I truly lost my whole mind. Yeah. So you were traumatized. No big deal. Yeah, you know, my grandma, special lady, so, uh, but I wasn't, but those weren't Christmas themed. Yeah, but like, I don't know if it makes a difference, I mean, I feel like there's traumatizing stories for all children, even like, yes. I don't know, speaking of religion again, but like, you know, I always thought was creepy, the part, uh, that prayer that's like, something, something, I pray the Lord my soul to keep, but should I die before I wake? Like, what the fuck? What? Why are children saying this prayer? Should you die before you wake? You're eight years old. Get out of here. Oh my God. I don't, I don't remember. Do the different sects of Christianity have the different prayers or are they all kind of? I think they do have, have, yeah, they have, I mean, there's some general, I'm sure that are the same. And then I'm sure there's different ones. I mean, they're all taking from the same goddamn books on our soon, you know, it's just, it's just different flavors. Well, that's very interesting. I just like, I know my grandma, the one thing that I remember kind of fondly about my grandma is that she always did her Padre Nuestro, which is like, I don't know what that is in English, Heavenly Father, like the prayer of like. Heavenly Father, who's in heaven, who are to Oh, heaven. oh, oh, yeah, Lord's Prayer. Yeah, 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 that one, that one. She always did that, and it was really interesting because she, I feel like it was like, like meditation. Like, I don't know if she still does it, but she did it every morning with a rosary, and I found it so interesting. But, like, that's not traumatic. No. But all the other shit that you're telling your children is very scary. It is very, there's so many things that are very, very, very scary. And it's also very pagan. Like, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, these aren't Christmas traditions guys there's nothing about jesus in any of this there's nothing about there's no toy there's not there's just it's just it's literally half of these are just straight up pagan shit that people are like well i guess it's around the same time of the year let's keep doing it yeah i mean that's how you get people into your religion or into your thing it's just be like you can keep that the horse one is just straight up yeah pagan shit sing to a horse's skull have a nice day Hmm. all right well is that all the monsters that you have for me yes Okay, so let's move on to more modern Christmas horror, which I guess probably feeds into every single, I mean, feeds from every single weird, creepy story. I think it's, again, very natural for us to want to tell spooky stories at this time of year. Yep. So I'm going to get into some Christmas movies that are horror movies. But first, I want to ask you a question. Do you think Home Alone should be considered a horror movie? What? It is about a home invasion, Carmen. (laughs) They are trying to kill that kid, number one, for sure. It is a home invasion. They left, abandoned a child in a house. Should that be considered Christmas horror? None of the adults, none of the adults, not just his parents, but every single police officer, every single person has like 
no brain and they just like don't give a shit about anything. And then he burns men, a grown man with fire. He burns <laughs> another one with an iron. He puts a nail through someone's foot. I swear, you could okay. change the score of that movie and it'd be, a, I think it'd be a horror I, movie. I actually think I've seen that. <laughs> yeah, you I could. Somebody do that. That's really funny. I mean, it is true. Like, it is essentially a horror movie. I do have a friend uh, who does hate Home Alone with a passion because he says that if it weren't a white family, there's oh no Oh my way. God. I, you don't even have to tell me who to which friend. I fucking hate that guy. <laughs> and I was like, what? And he was like, I don't care about some bratty white kid. And I was like, how dare you? I was, anyway. I was so angry but I mean it's kind of true like if it weren't a white kid that kid would definitely be like they'd be like so we're taking your child from you you've not left him once but twice yeah and and honestly both times at Christmas is it's it's very disturbing also that Um, movie doesn't age well in the sense of like in the second one where where he acts Donald Trump New York no okay so there's that but he accidentally goes to New York and I'm like do you think anytime after September 11th a child could just get on whatever airplane well this happens this is pre-September 11th well yeah I know but that's why I was like it didn't like you like people would watch it now and be like that would never fucking happen I mean that's fair like if kids were born like after that and they watch us they'd be like that's the most like far-fetched shit I've ever seen whereas for us we could be like remember those days oh god man well anyway (laughs) so the Christmas movies that I have I feel like the thing about there because like Home Alone and and a couple other movies, like the weird, I can't remember the name of it, but the weird ventriloquist doll ones just sort of happen at Christmas. Or like um, like, like a Die Hard happens at Christmas. It's Some people call Die Hard a Christmas movie just because it has so much Christmas background. But like, it's not really a, about Christmas. And the same goes for, hey, did well, you know really that? Some people angry. Some people are like, that is my favorite Christmas movie. I know. I mean, I'm sure they will be, but whatever. Hot take, Catherine. Hot take. Hot take. Actually, did you listen? Sorry, this this is a little bit off topic. Catherine and I are really into um these two guys, Shane and Ryan, who were on BuzzFeed, but now have their own channel. Mm. And this week, they put out their top five Christmas movies. Yeah. Um, and they uh, definitely had Die Hard in there. Listen, I'm not saying it's not a Christmas movie, but I'm <laughs> saying it's a movie that like doesn't have to have Christmas to be part of it. Right. In the same way that, like, did you know that Eyes Wide Shut is considered a Christmas horror movie? What? Number one, I knew, I I honestly, I have never seen Eyes Wide Shut. I knew nothing about it. I didn't know that it was Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman. I knew nothing about it. I didn't know it was Stanley Kubrick's last film. And I didn't know it took place at fucking Christmas time, like a Christmas party. That weird orgy is at a Christmas party. Oh, yeah. All I knew about it was that it was, like... Like, I knew that it was Tom Cruise. And yeah, I, I have no idea. Or were they, because they got, no? Am I wrong? No, it must be where they met and where they got together. That's bananas. Okay. So, beyond the Christmas movies that I think are just sort of, like, Christmas adjacent, mm-hmm. you have a whole bunch of movies that are specific Christmas movies. So, we're going to show, um, I'm going to be showing Carmen a few clips. I'll let you know if you ever want, <laughs> if you want to watch along or go check them out yourself. Um, I'll let you know where I got them from. But first, I want to talk about a movie that I'm not showing a clip from, but I want to talk about a particular scene in Gremlins, in the 1994 classic Gremlins, which Carmen has barely seen. Yeah, I don't even remember it very well, honestly. It is, okay, so Gremlins, for those who don't know, who are, <laughs> why? So Gremlins takes place in, like, some small town at Christmas time. The dad gets a Christmas gift for his son, which is a mogwai, why? which is basically what... Um, Gizmo is. Gizmo is a mogwai. He's the main character. He's what Furbies were based off of, though he's much cuter than Furbies. He basically looks like Baby Yoda with hair. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
and he's very adorable and sweet, but you know, the whole rules are you can't feed them after midnight. You can't get water on them, which makes them sound like a demon, honestly. Uh, mm-hmm. what, what creature can you not expose to water or sunlight? Like, what's going on? Uh, <laughs> but the thing is, in Gremlins, there is a Christmas story in Gremlins. I'm going to just read the little monologue for you, Carmen. This is going to be some <clears throat> acting. Oh, no. <laughs> it's not going to be acting. Don't worry. But I want you, this to me is like the best Christmas story ever. Okay. And this takes place in a movie. This, number one, I want to explain. This monologue happens in a movie about them murdering the gremlins. Like, there's a part where, like, the uh-huh. mom throws one of the gremlins into a blender. Uh- like, <laughs> but this is probably the most fucked up part. So it's the girl that the guy likes, and she has this whole, like, tearful speech about why she doesn't like Christmas. So she says, It was Christmas Eve. I was nine years old. Me and my mom were decorating the tree, waiting for Dad to come home from work. A couple of hours went by. Dad wasn't home, so Mom called the office. No answer. Christmas Day came and went, and still nothing. So the police began a search. Four or five days went by. Neither one of us could eat or sleep. By the way, imagine I'm crying. Like, I can be like, everything was falling apart. Oh, God. It's it snowing outside. Movie, right? This is a Christmas movie. The house was freezing, so I went to light the fire, and that's when I noticed the smell. The firemen came and broke through the chimney top, and me and Mom were expecting them to pull out a dead cat or a bird, and instead they pulled out my father. He was dressed in a Santa Claus suit. He had been climbing down the chimney on Christmas Eve, his arms loaded with presents. He was going to surprise us. He slipped and broke his neck. He died instantly, and that's how I found out there was no Santa Claus. Wow, this is a fucking stupid shit I've ever heard. Isn't that the best story you've ever heard? That's my favorite fucking part of Gremlins. That's so crazy, but also so funny. Uh, and I feel like that's like, and also Gremlins is considered a movie like children can watch. I think Gremlins is rated like PG. Like Gremlins is a movie for like children. Eight, up. eight and up. Pardon? Eight and up, right? Like eight, yeah, like eight and up. up. It's fine. And a child can hear a story about a man coming down the chimney and breaking his breaking neck, neck. <laughs> and dying and rotting in the house, and that's just fine. And the mom puts a gremlin in, the, in like the microwave and blows it up and puts it in the blender and blows it up. And it's a Christmas movie. And it's like a Christmas movie for kids. A horror Christmas movie for kids. So good. So Gremlins is very classic. And then I would say another classic that people probably consider, like, this is fine for children, is Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, I I mean, Nightmare Before... I don't like Nightmare Before Christmas, which is, like, people are always really... You don't like it. It just, like, I watched it... I think I watched it too young. Fair. It's so scary. And it isn't it me out. It's so okay. So this is what I want to sh- like listen to a little bit of like the Boogeyman song. Hang on. Oh, wow. So this is I'm going to be playing a little bit of the Boogeyman song. If you don't know where to find the Boogeyman song from Nightmare Before Christmas, you're wild. But um, <laughs> this this song honestly was the most horrifying thing I'd ever seen in my life as a kid. When the boogeyman comes in and he's a burlap sack full of bugs. Yeah. No. This is why I didn't like this movie. <laughs> like, it's one of those things where, and he's like torturing Santa Claus. Like, this is horror for children. But this is just horror in general. It's like when you watch Coraline and you're like, this is like Oh, it's so good. But the thing is, funny thing is, though, is that nowadays, this is like my favorite song in the whole movie. <laughs> oh my God. 
So that's the kind of thing that, like, because Christmas is for children, you would think that they wouldn't have these sorts of things. But there is a lot of horror for children in Christmas movies. Now, and when it comes to Christmas movies for adults, the horror gets completely different. Now, this is where we're getting into a category of movies that, like, I don't think anyone's ever seen or should ever see. So there was a movie in 1997 called Jack Frost. There was also a movie in 1998 called Jack Frost. The oh. movie in 1998 is the horrifying Michael Keaton as like a snowman comes back to see his son, but he's like terrifying looking, but it's supposed to be like a heartwarming Christmas movie. And then there is Jack Frost from 1997, <laughs> which is a movie where a serial killer, actually a truck carrying a serial killer named Jack Frost, <laughs> to his execution crashes with a genetics research truck which i don't know what the fuck why is it in every movie a genetics research truck can mean anything and apparently crashing with this truck causes his cells to bind with the whatever genetic research goo and he he melts into the snow and when he melts into the snow he becomes a sentient snowman rapist yeah it's 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 um it's not great it really 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 isn't great but he's so, like the serial killer, but then he's a snowman. It just doesn't make sense. Okay. So I have a clip from the Jack Frost movie. It's called Cold Sensation from Scary Flicks on YouTube. <laughs> I was I remember I watched it and I was like, what is this? It was anyway. So for those who obviously can't see it, oh, basically no. a woman is in a bath. It's cold water in. Oh, but this and is she's a like girl, she's like in a lot of shitty movies. I forget her name. So she's in a bath, and you see the um, snowman nose in the bath with her. The water gets cold. The snowman rumbles his way up out of the bathtub, in, and it's clearly a guy in, like, a polyester suit. Like, it's yeah. not anything. And he rapes her with the carrot nose, and it's oh, smashing her head. playing is, like, fun banjo music. It's fun banjo music, and... He slams her head against a wall, and then she dies. I was like, I feel like you wouldn't die that way. Looks like Christmas came a little early this year. <laughs> well, hope it went good. Looks like Christmas came a little early this year after she's died, after he's raped her. Which is, oh, you know, everybody loves a cum joke after um, yeah. a murder. Like, it's so stupid. Uh, that's the thing. I feel like a lot of them are stupid. And a lot of them have, like, Christmas is a background because Christmas is so innocent. But it's funny because there's not, like, Easter Christmas, like, like, horror movies. Like, nobody's, like, using other innocent holidays. You know what I mean? Yeah. Christmas is special. They'll be like, it's Christmas. Let's use Frosty the Snowman but make him the, a monster. And let's use him the boogeyman to, like, frighten children. Or little, cute little monsters who will, you know, multiply by the thousands and take over a town and murder a bunch of people. But then there's movies like Krampus, which is a 2015 movie, obviously based off Krampus. Although yeah. in this movie, I will say it seems like Krampus actually eats the kids. Mm -hmm. So Krampus will swallow children whole. I'm going to show Carmen another clip because I just want to hold. I'm basically doing this to upset you. So this is the Krampus clip from Krampus, their clown eater of children scene from movie clips on YouTube. And this but like, <laughs> Sorry. So when this movie came out, I mm -hmm. wasn't sure if it was supposed to be a comedy or a horror. Or That's both. the thing. I think it's because it has, like, Tony Collette and Adam Scott are the main characters. And there are a lot of comedians in this movie. But and I do love Adam Scott. I've seen, it seems like it's, like, a comedy horror, but mostly horror. Because, or, like, or like actually horrific horror. 
because some of the scenes in it that I've watched, because I haven't watched the full thing, and we we will at some point, are so upsetting. And like, okay, I'm just gonna get into it. So, if you're watching this or want to watch along, go to the Krampus, their clown eater of children scene. I'm about 45 seconds in, honestly, because the beginning is just fluff. I just want to make Carmen upset. <laughs> so there's like the arm of some sort of horrific monster under a blanket, making all these squishy, horrible noises. Oh, come on. <laughs> and ew, a ew, clown doll? Clown? Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> that is a horrifying thing I've ever seen. I'm not even a bed. And they're shooting at this clown. So for explanation, this clown has like a mouth. <laughs> has like a mouth that like is like fleshy and has giant rims of teeth, but has like a porcelain clown face. It's like a Joker face. It's like a Joker face. Like, you know, those those porcelain Joker dolls that used to be really popular, I feel like, in the 80s and 90s for kids to have? I don't what know why. talking about porcelain Joker? Oh, actually, you know what? I do know what you mean. Yeah, those exactly. are so fucking scary. Why would anyone have that shit? Why that, were they popular? So why were they popular? And I was looking, I'm not going to show that one clip as well, but there were some other scenes of, like, Krampus coming down a chimney, and he's this humongous, hulking thing with, like, <laughs> um like a giant basically like a big red santa outfit on and like horns and spindly hands and everything basically like he has like the grinch's fingers but he's um a goat man instead that's very interesting but it also makes me wonder like i mean because santa wasn't a thing for the norse people but i mean i guess i just put it together and we're like here you go you have wrapped up in one yeah. So the next thing I want to show you are a couple trailers. So these ones you can de- we're gonna watch the full thing, so you can definitely watch along. And these are movies that I'm I'm just this is a, a plea for you to watch them. So there's a movie called Silent Night, Deadly Night from 1984, same year as Gremlins. I feel like where I've heard. it's a man named Billy who he basically suffers from post traumatic stress from witnessing his parents murder on Christmas Eve by a man in a Santa Claus outfit, and uh. then. As an adult, he has like a psychological break and then um, becomes a serial killer with a Santa outfit on. But like, you know what's funny? In these movies, I feel like we never go into the background of the killer. It's just like a killer Santa Claus you have to run away from. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's nice that they put in the effort to explain to us his uh, his background. Yeah. You know, humanize the serial Humanize the serial killer. It's funny thing about it is also that it was like pulled from theaters. Because like in the 80s, they were like, you can't have Santa Claus <laughs> murdering people. <laughs> And now it's like all we do. I feel like there's a movie. I think they might have remade it. Or there's like Black Christmas or something. Yes, Black Christmas is a movie. There's like so many. Like I have a list of all these. Christmas I mean, we did review Elves last year. We did review Elves. Elves was 100% a Christmas horror movie. There's like there's obviously there's Krampus. There's Gremlins. There's Black Christmas. They're, they often have names like Better Watch Out or like Red Christmas or yeah, like Christmas Critters or whatever. And it's like. Or si- I swear to God, half of them are named fucking Silent Night or Stranger Silent in the House. I know that one. Pardon? The I see your list of Christmas movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stranger in the House. I know Stranger that. in the House. Yeah. Silent Night. There's Silent Night, and there's also Silent Night, Deadly Night, and then Silent Night, Deadly Night Part Two. So ah. we're gonna look at the trailer for Silent Night, Deadly Night, just because it's I nice. love. It's gonna be awful because it's the 1980s. Is it gonna be with the guy with the voice? 
Oh, I think so. Absolutely. And he then, must be. And then it was a snowy night. Anyways, go ahead. All right. So this is Silent Night, Deadly Night, 1984 trailer um, from Scream Factory TV. So there's already, like a already porcelain creepy. doll. No. Porcelain doll, clown doll, Santa Claus outfit. I love I'm these things because they always they always start Such like this bad quality too i'm more insulted by the quality right now not even a mouse the stock was hung by the chimney with care oh no <laughs> it was like a like a santa claus doll face and we were like no no <laughs> and he has an axe oh and a gun a gun i mean the man very unrealistic. Serial killers usually only have one or two modes of murder. Not 17. Ooh. Sorry, there's so much screaming that like we're not even talking, but like, it's great. There's, there's they, so okay, oh, oh, there's so much blood. He like, there's blood spatter on, um... Hangs people with Christmas lights. Oh, he's hanging someone on a Christmas light. Oh, he's impaling someone on a, on a deer. You better watch out. Oh my god. The, okay, there's so many images of nutcrackers with their mouths open and bloody axes. I do maintain that nutcrackers are terrifying. Night. Deadly night. So fucking stupid. Carmen, would you watch that movie? Absolutely not. I would just be angry. Like, when we watched Elves, I remember the first time I ever watched Elves, and I was like, I spent, like, the first half going, like, what, what, what is this? What are you doing to me? And so I feel like it would be similar. The thing about Elves was also that Elves was the most confusing movie I've ever seen. Like I couldn't understand. I couldn't understand it. Like I was honestly like like it just things were not connected. I just was like, what's happening in this now? Everything was so confusing. And I think that was honestly one of the scariest parts of it. But this kind of movie, Silent Night, Deadly Night, <laughs> like with its like bad eighties camera and like the. Terrible. This holidays, blah blah blah, and it's like not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. But then some man gets his head impaled, like on, on like a deer on the wall. Oh my god! And so that one, yeah, the fact that it was people were like, "Get this out of theaters right now!" was very funny. And then it created a cult following afterwards, like most horror movies, like most bad movies, honestly. Yeah. And so that's why we're that's why we're into it. Okay. Yeah. And one final one I want to show you is a movie that we're gonna. I'm, I'm telling you right now, we're watching this. Uh-huh. It's called Anna and the Apocalypse, and it's from 2018. And basically, it's a zombie apocalypse movie at Christmas time. What? Why have yeah. I never heard of this? Why had I never heard of this? It's also a musical. Okay, so this oh, is the this is Anna be- and the Apocalypse <laughs> trailer um, from Orion Pictures. I love you. Love Orion Pictures. Movie. I love terrible movies. I love Orion pictures. They always <laughs> just make weird trash. The holiday event of the year. And all through the house. Not a creature was stirring. See, they have the same opening. Huh. Anna was nothing, all snug in her bed. Not knowing tomorrow, she'd meet the Oh, okay, look, 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 there's an apocalypse happening. What this season would bring. Well, that's simple. She'd stab, she'd slash. So she just, so the character just um, smashed a, like a zombie Frosty the Snowman, and it's a fucking musical. This looks, this looks like exactly what I would watch, Carmen, does it not? 
It does. It does have Shaun of the Dead vibes. Justin Bieber's a zombie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this does look like Shaun of the Dead. It does look like, but Shaun of the Dead, if it's a musical with, I mean, actually, I must say with zombies. Shaun of the Dead with zombies, can you imagine? (laughs) I mean, yeah, this doesn't look horrible, actually. Thank you. The other thing is, the thing I love the most about these kind of movies is that they always have the tinkling piano music and the, like, the Christmas themes. Yeah. Like, they probably all have... I, I bet you every single, like every single Christmas horror movie has, what's the song called? Like Carol of the Bells? Like, doo, 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 oh, yeah. doo, doo. and every, including Home Alone. Every single one of them has that song in it. <laughs> well, I love it in Home Alone. I feel like, first of all, the Home Alone soundtrack it's is so good. So good. I mean, if there's one thing we can say about uh, Chris Columbus and his um, choice in scores and stuff because like even the harry potter stuff um in his movies like the music was really good yeah it really was i mean well he had john williams doing the score yeah. he like hires i think it's just john williams i think yeah, we shouldn't be ha- we shouldn't be praising chris columbus it's just john williams being like i got you don't worry <laughs> essentially yeah. um but yeah these movies are ridiculous i mean i think this year i actually haven't seen any christmas horror movies that are coming out and maybe it's because this year has been shitty enough yeah this year's been a shit i'm sure there's some indie bullshit that like we haven't seen but like this year's been shitty enough but also like maybe they just couldn't finish filming or they couldn't like do post-production because 2020 has been um like a moment i feel like christmas horror movies also like do well when people go in theaters to watch them Yes. And like there are no theaters. Because so. like what like like what was gonna be the big Christmas movie of the year? Wonder Woman, probably. Because there's yeah. always a movie that comes out on like Christmas Day and you go see it. I remember last Christmas it was Little Women and I went and saw that. Yeah. Um but it's usually usually more like a feel a feel good thing. Like they're not gonna have Christmas horror as like the movie that you go everyone goes to see with their family. But it is the movie that comes out at like December twelfth or something. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, right. so that's basically Christmas horror I think that I think that the thing about it is just that it's very comforting to use Christmas in anything that's mm-hmm. why movies like Die Hard exist that's why movies like um Eyes Wide Shut exist <laughs> not Eyes Wide Shut that's why movie. that's why all these movies exist. Home Alone that's what I wanted to think about number one I keep thinking about Home Alone and <laughs> Eyes Wide Shut since I did my research I'm like oh it's the same because Home Alone again for being a Christmas movie it didn't have to take place at Christmas. No. It could have taken place like summer vacation and they left him yeah. behind. But like it means something. When you add Christmas into the mix, it just gives like it gives it like um automatic heart. Emotional punch. And then at Christmas Day, his family gets home. Right? It, it gives it an emotional punch. It makes you feel warm and fuzzy. It's almost like like perfect unearned like sentiment because you already are associating all your own Christmas feelings with with the movie. So, like, I just watched Happiest Season, which was is the one with Kristen Stewart. Um, and have you heard about that one? Yeah, it's the it's the one with the same sex couple. Yeah, yeah. and um, <laughs> it's funny. I was gonna watch it with my I was like my sister. I was like, "Do you want to watch um, Happiest Season with me?" She's like, "Is that the gay one?" <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, yes." Uh, anyway, it's it was actually quite good. And the thing that really helps it is that it's 
it's Christmas. Like if you had had a movie where you're going home for the going home for like a summer something, you're right. like, mm, yeah, who cares? But if you add Christmas into it, perfect, perfect. It unearned. just adds an emotional punch. Like Mwah. it just does. It's beautiful. Um, it also makes me laugh because like I feel you know what movie should maybe count as a bit of a horror movie? What the Polar Express? Because it's so scary looking. <gasps> I don't like it at all. I don't like it. It makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> like you should have just stuck to claymation. Claymation never fails. Yeah, they uh, well, I maybe not claymation for that movie, but they could have done something else or just you know live action. Why couldn't they just have had a live action movie? They clearly yeah. f- like filmed them all. Like why would you do this to anybody? The, the, the Polar Express is is so scary. Well, that's the thing. That's why I'm just like, guys, this was, and it was just because at the time it wasn't in terms, like the, the, the technology was just starting with like stuff like motion capture and everything else. So I totally get that. Um, but also it's just like, what, why? The thing is, it was scary from the moment it came out. It wasn't like at the time we thought, oh, this is okay. And then later we got used to no. it. From the second like, it showed up, everyone was like, get that devil shit away from me. Was Cats a Christmas movie? When did Cats come out? Oh my god, that's a Christmas horror movie. It did come out at Christmas. <laughs> I was thinking about Jellicle was- Cats and Jellicle Cats. Jellicle, Jellicle is a cat. <laughs> the worst Pedantical movie ever. Cat. Pedantical Cats. Allegorical Cats. Metaphorical Cats. Carmen, you Doesn't haven't make seen sense. it. How- you how- haven't seen it. How high were people? No, that was T.S. Eliot being high and writing poems for his grandchildren, and then Angela Weber being coked out of his mind and writing bad tunes to the music. Allegedly. <laughs> I don't think there needs to be an alleged. When it comes to a creator working in the 80s, I think it's guaranteed they were on cocaine. <laughs> yeah, you're... I don't you're... think alleged is unnecessary. Yeah, that's true. But anyway, I think we've, I think we've covered this topic pretty well. I think we've well. covered this topic pretty well. I think we've got the Christmas spirit a buzzing. I think I'm going to 100% watch all those horrible Christmas movies that I... You let me know how that goes. I will. I will let you know. So seeing this is Christmas season, uh, Carmen, do you have any recommendations? Any specifically Christmassy recommendations? Christmassy recommendations. I know Love Actually hasn't aged well. I mean... I if you want to talk Christmas, never mind. Let's cancel the episode. Carmen, we have to do it again. Christmas <laughs> horror movie, Love Actually. Like, I it is fucked up. I know, but I love it. Anyway, um, I love that movie so much. No, so I think for me, I, I appreciate, and I think it is underrated, but Santa Claus is coming to town the claymation movie from like 1970 it's one yeah. of my favorite christmas movies and like it you know frosty the snowman gets a lot of attention um rudolph the red-nosed reindeer gets a lot of attention but santa claus is coming to town not very much so i feel like people should give it a chance yeah it's really great claymation it yeah it's um also santa fights basically nazis it's great oh really okay well now i need to really watch it. i've only seen like <laughs> clips of it i've watched rudolph whenever it's on you know yeah. If only, you know, if you're okay with me being a dentist, dentist if uh, that's what the kids are calling our, it today. Check out last year's Christmas episode. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So my Christmassy recommendation is going to be the movie Arthur Christmas. Not Arthur, the aardvark, Arthur's Chris, Arthur Christmas, but <laughs> Arthur Christmas, the movie made by like Ardman a few years ago. It is the fucking sweetest, most lovely, most heartfelt Christmas movie. I cry every time I watch it. I love it so much. I feel like it's like 
the perfect Christmas movie and it's so incredibly sincere. Is it Martin Freeman? No, no, no. Um, it's um, James McAvoy. Uh, yes, right, right. Right. It's it's a very, very good movie. And Hugh Laurie is in it and Jim Broadbent's voice and I think Imelda Staunton in it maybe. But it's a very, very good, very wonderful, warm Christmas movie. I will also um, say as like, like an addition to the Christmas horror thing, the Santa Claus movies are awful and horrible. I watch them every year. I will always watch them, but they're scary too. The Santa Claus dies in the first like 10 minutes. Yeah. And he steals his a dead man's clothes and then becomes Santa Claus. It just I'm cancel can't let's cancel Christmas. Like what's going on? All <laughs> of these movies are horrible. Even the ones that were like, "Ooh, I love it so much." Uh except for Arthur Christmas, that one is golden. Awesome. So, you can find me basically anywhere at the CC Williams. Um my Instagram is full of cat pictures and um, desserts and things like that that I'm making. And then you can find us at I'd Kill a Spider for You on Instagram and I'd Kill a Spider number four letter U on Twitter. Yep. And you can find me at Carmen underscore Maria 416. And uh, always remember to rate us. If you'd like to give us a Christmas gift, please rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you're listening to, but iTunes especially because that helps you go up in the charts and get seen by more people. So give us five stars on iTunes as a Merry Christmas gift. Yes, ma'am. All right. Well, that's it. (laughs) That was good. That was great. Merry Christmas. (laughs) Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. The song of our Lord. You own the rights to that song, Gavin. I do own the rights to that song.